Alright, you give us a clap when you want. <laughs> I can't. Alright. Clap! <laughs> Sorry, everyone. We can't clap this week because our hands are holding the microphones. But Tell you what, Max Nethercott, absolute trooper with the technology. Oh my goodness. It's taking a good half an hour to set the microphones up. I wish everyone could see where we are, first of all, and how long it takes to set this up every week. We're in the Elstonwick Career Club Museum. I yeah, I don't even know if this is the... Oh, it is. We've got some... Um, Old shirts. And <laughs> yeah, Spirit of Creed Awards from 2014, 15, yeah. and 2018, 19. Yeah, we've got Bradley Erasmus Team of the Year, 26. That's huge. And under 21 Player of the Year in 2016. Yeah, so if anyone can guess where we are, then <laughs> you win a free Coke. And next one, anyway, moving on. Welcome back, everyone. We're back. The Swamp, Season 2, Episode 2. It's been a few weeks, obviously, because of the uh, lack of cricket, which has been a bit unfortunate, but. Lanina. Lenina, we'll get Andrew on to talk about that a bit. Um, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks, man? Not playing cricket. Um, what have I been up to? Went to the Caulfield Cup. Um, so that's I've, the good thing about not playing. We get to go to, we've been, yeah. we've been to the Spring Carnival and we Which is, never have been able to before. Yeah. What else have I been doing? Just hanging out with mates, really. Enjoying a, a two-day weekend over, well, not quite summer, but November, October. It's yep. been good. Yep, sweet. What about you, Max? What have you been up to? Oh, yeah, mate. Just Start a new job, so... Congratulations. Tell us all about it. Oh, it's too much to talk about, mate, but... (laughs) It was pretty awesome, though. First day and then the second day, I've got a day off, so... How good? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, Um, No, it's going well. It's going well, so... Excellent. So you've um, finished up at the MCG? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Had to hand in my resignation to Fraser. I wasn't too (laughs) pleased. Oh, I wouldn't be very happy losing my number one staff member either. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um... So yeah, obviously big weekend. We sh- well, we're hoping we can get on. Fingers crossed, we're on. Um, Hasn't rained for a good day and a half. Jeez, I'm looking at those clouds though. Then <laughs> looking too great. No, but um, I think it'd be remiss of us not to mention the the hard work of a number yep. of um, loyal eels um, over the last well few months, really getting the um, the ground sort of looked after and in as much as best shape there, yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, first of all, Ange Portelli. Yeah. What a trooper. I think one week of the week a few weeks ago for his, his tireless effort unblocking drains and yep. and um, as you've got on the on the run sheet, general weatherman stuff, <laughs> yeah. which I think um, has actually been very handy because yeah. he's given us an honest appraisal uh, in the in the group chat around our chances of playing. Um, yeah, don't need the, the weather bureau because you can't call them the bomb anymore. No, you can't. Um, so we've got our man Ange instead. Yeah. So massive shout out to Ange for, for all yeah. that. Um, and then... Another one down there is Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah. Suspiciously rolling the wicket during fielding training. Um, <laughs> very, very smart yeah. from Will. But in all seriousness, um, a power of work in uh, looking after the, yeah. the deck out here on the Holmes Todd. Um, Absolutely. On top of, obviously, his day job down at um, Mentone Grammar. So, well done to you, Will, and, and thank you. Appreciate it, Smitty. Hopefully, we can get on in uh, the ones and twos. I'm meant to be playing on Holmes Todd this week, which which will be fun. Absolutely. I'm and, presuming um, I'm in the twos, <laughs> not in the threes. Um, nah, it should be a bit of fun. I'm, I'm keen to watch some of the ones boys hit a few sixes, to be honest. Some um, serious um, houses in danger. Yeah, we're going to be street, lining I think. up, I think, lining up next to the houses. You won't want to be living along there. You won't want to be parking your, your car along St Kilda Street this the weekend. the wicket's on the, the far side as well, which Smart. is real dangerous. <laughs> real short boundary. Really dangerous. <laughs> You can literally miss hit anything and it's going to go for six, isn't it? Yes. Or if, you, if you're good. Yeah, well, if like you can us. yeah, actually hit it off the square, yeah. that would help. Well, mind you, though, with that boundary, 
Yeah, true. The square is the boundary. The square is the boundary. So that's um, a good... Jeez, I'm looking forward to fielding as well. <laughs> Just fill on the boundary. You won't get anything <laughs> no, over mate. your head. The, the ground, gee whiz. Oh, well, yeah, that's another story. There's a few mud patches going the, um, Yeah, fair to say the, the whole Homestead outfield's been battered by the weather. Yeah. Um, but as, as we've sort of said over the last few weeks... Yeah. We have the advantage from fielding training yeah. on the on the deck each week. So That's what Cat's been saying, isn't it? Just got to stay low, stay and, uh, low. and back up. <laughs> We're a mouth guard, and you'll yeah. be, you'll be shin good. pads. Yeah, literally, mate. But um, and then the threes are at, at Warner Reserve down at Noble Park. You ever played on, out there? Is that the soccer field? I don't. It's the ground that doesn't have any covers. I remember I played. I my, think I played I my first yeah. seniors game there when I was like fourteen mm. or something, thirteen or fourteen. I reckon I might have played there last year. Yeah. Um, with Dan Turton, it was round one. Turds. It was about fifteen degrees. We rock up and um, <laughs> it's a soccer field, and it was very yeah, much I a green top, be, and yeah. we couldn't see the pitch, and we yeah. thought we were at the wrong venue. That's definitely. But um, I do remember that the the local soccer club there, we were in their rooms, and they had some excellent um, fines yeah. on the wall for like soccer things club. if um, if players were like late to training or yep. wore the wrong wipe kit and that sort of thing. So that was quite funny. But yeah, the threes are there, and then the fours are TBA. TBA. Well, I'm getting this from Nakas. Really? Yeah, Nakas. Straight from the through. source. He said TBA, but will be away. So okay, so it could be re- anywhere. Get ready to be in, get in your car. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that'll be Saturday or Sunday. Either, to be honest. And then the, the fifths are at Clayton District. Away. Huge club, Clayton um, District. Where is that? They're a tough team to face. <laughs> <laughs> they're a really good side. Um, look, they'll they'll be going out there to Clayton. I presume <laughs> somewhere in that vicinity. Um. But yeah, good luck to Andrew and the boys if they get on. And then the women are at Parkfield again. Parkfield, no, well, not sure where that Our is. Is it Tasmanian? I think they're heading out to Parkfield. This weekend. Do you know where that is? No, mate. Just put it in the Melways, you'll be right. Um, <laughs> they've actually gotten up. They've actually played the last couple of games. Yes. Um, they won their first game, and I think they had a tough loss this weekend. I won't go into the scores, but they did have a tough loss. But at least sure they, they got enjoy, on. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying playing some cricket, which is yeah. Absolutely excellent. So, very jealous, jealous of them. Yeah. So, that's enough shit talk from us. We're about to be joined by the head coach of... Oh, sorry. Can't, can't swear. <laughs> sorry. Uh, about to be joined by the head coach of the uh, Elsmere Career Club, uh, John Walken. Yeah. Also, quick shout out to Cam. I don't know if the... Oh. I don't know if it's happened yet, but <laughs> shout out to Cam. We're all thinking of you and um, in the best way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Make that even, even more awkward, please, Max. <laughs> Yeah, I got Jesus. lost there, but no, nah, shout out Cam. Well done, Cam. As well. Absolutely. All right. Let's we'll, get the cat uh, Speak to Cat. We're joined by the head coach of the Austin Career Club, uh, John Walken. Cat, thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure. My pleasure, Joey and Max. It's uh, been an interesting start to season 22 slash 23. Um, we haven't got on the park yet as a men's playing group, but the women have had played a couple of games. Um, probably a frustrating start, you could... Yeah, no, no, very true. Very frustrating start. We've um, particularly coming off the last couple of years, we've lost a lot of cricket and um, just the challenge of keeping the group together and making sure that as we as we try to prepare, that we make sure that we're focused on doing all the right things. And just really, it's been a, a real test of endurance and persistence. The energy of the group's been great. We've got lots of new players. We've got five teams. As you said, the women have already managed to have a win, which is which is really positive. Um, the juniors are all preparing. 
So yeah, fair to say, very frustrating. Hopefully, it's looking like we could be up for a, a start this week against Brunswick and also Noble Park on the third and fourth. So fingers crossed. Absolutely. And you mentioned we've got a few new faces around the club this season. Can you talk us through some of the new arrivals to the, to the yeah, playing group? Yeah, so um, last year we had a big influx of players. Um, and our, of course our leader, LJ, who's an ex-Elstwick player as a junior. Uh, and Zach Grunderman as well, Pereira. Uh, having those two guys return was fantastic, along with um, Das. So for this year, we've got a good sprinkling across all 11s. Um, we've got Nima, we've got Mitch Jared, we've got a, a good contingent from Shepparton. Um, also Max, sorry, um, Harry, Harry Walsh and also Angus Lake. So they're, they're sort of our main... Connor main Ridge form. as well. Connor Ridge debuting the ones. Connor Ridge, our, our recruit from Brunswick. Thank you very much. Who nice. um, hails from New Zealand. He, he, he's joined us. He's been great on the training track. He's going to be a handy top order batter and a very handy left arm spin bowler. And good set of hands, good awareness. He'll be a really good experience um, injection into the team. Absolutely. So we've, we've got a lot to look forward to. Good, as, as, we've, as I said, we've got a good sprinkling of players across all the 11s. Um, and we're managing to... Uh, try and play as many juniors as we can, but get that balance right. Probably the thing I would say just off the back of our pre-season is we're really fortunate that we've got some well, uh, really well-experienced um, coaches, um, qualified, accredited coaches such as Mark Quinn, Ben Cavey, um, and to have that sort of support to the playing group and to LJ really makes for create a good environment. Yeah, awesome. I just wanted to say as well, um, obviously new players coming in is awesome, but I think the biggest thing this year is the blokes that have actually stuck around. I'm sure you, you touched on it before, but even with LJ, Zach, we had Das last year, Calhan, Mal, all who played ones and played a lot of games, um, and seeing them actually stick around is really, really big in subbies, I reckon. Because if you look at the teams like Oakley and Brunswick, they have all the same players all the way through. And that's how you, I reckon, build a good culture and a good, good club. So I reckon that's the, the best thing and we've got, got to keep striving for that, I reckon. No, that's a good point. And that continuity um, is really important. And that, I see myself as the head coach is to support the senior players and the committee. And really, I see, one of my KPIs for myself as a, as a coach is that we get everyone coming back. Because that's a great indicator of how people enjoy the club, that you're creating a player-orientated environment, and that um, people feel that they they're included and they belong, no matter what team they play in. One thing we've got to get the focus right on with the talent that we've got is to try to make sure that we're also building a good match plan and a structure where we can actually win more games, and that the players. The players really understand that we can all have a good time and enjoy ourselves, but we can actually win. Um, and just getting that balance right, it's one of the real challenges at Elstowing. We've never had trouble, I don't think, getting players. Um, and that's been because we've got, we've got a great culture and a really hard-working committee with lots of volunteers to support, but probably we haven't had as much on-field success 
as we should have. Mm. But let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago we played off in the grand final in the first, um, and we weren't far off last year. So we're lots to look forward to this year. Absolutely. And you touched on um, our coaching structure earlier, but one of the biggest and most exciting changes this year is yourself coming on as head coach. Um, I guess, can you talk us through what excites you about that opportunity and, and why you sort of jumped yeah. at the chance to take that role on? No, it's a, it's a good question. Well, there's a couple of, couple of things. I've, <clears throat> fortunately, I've got a little bit more time. My own personal circumstances have changed a bit with, um, and with work, and I'm able to, to do a lot more coaching, to commit to something, because it does take, up, does take a lot of time and a big commitment if you want to do it properly. But I'm, what I'm excited about is I... As I get older, I've been involved at Elstonwick for a long time. Um, you know, I played uh, in the 90s into the 2000s, uh, but I've probably had 15 years where I wasn't involved at all uh, in any sort of official capacity, at least 15 years. But I did, I did, you know, as part of the Wickers and obviously I'm good friends with John Danaki and Andrew Chisholm and Danny Smith and a lot of the past uh, players and some are still playing who are sort of have senior roles running the club now. Um, and I came back a couple of years ago, just one night a week and got involved and um, I really enjoyed it. And they're a great group, of, a great group. And one of the things I said to Knackers, I said, you need to find out from the players if, if they don't want me to be the coach. Um, I don't want to be the coach. And he said, no, 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 the, the, the players seem keen. I said, well, okay. And um, yeah, I'm just, I've, been really pleased with with the group, the energy. Uh, I think one of the things I bring is I have a, a, you know obviously a knowledge and experience in coaching and pathways and talent management, but also community. So I think sub districts one of the great things about it, and Elstonwick personifies it, is that you can you know you have a great match of really good quality cricket and community cricket where people just want to play but we're able to merge it together. So the challenge is as to how do we get that balance right so we're still managing to win, creating a great environment to retain the players, but continuing to grow the club. Um, and as Max said earlier, retain your players. Uh, and you know we've got women's and girls, juniors too now, so it's a big part of the club as well. So making sure we're all working together as one. Absolutely. Now we've sort of uh, touched on some more of the serious stuff, but... Let's get to know the cat a little bit more. Um, can you talk us through, you might not want to give an exact figure, but how many years have you been at the club as a player and a coach and sort of yeah, involved yeah, well, with the Wicks? So my first year, if my memory's right, my first year at the club was season 94-95, I think. And I played until 90, uh, sorry, 2000 and three, four, or two, three. Um, one of my last games was the semi-final against Preston, um, which we lost, unfortunately. Um, and I did play the last couple of years just as a, as a player. I wasn't captain. And, um, and that, back to what Max said, that was all about because I really enjoyed the club and I'd made, having had you know, 10 or a dozen years in Premier cricket, um, I told I loved about Elstonwick. Um, but yeah, so it's, I think I played 115 first 11 games, I think 
someone was telling me the other night at the Wickers, the past players function. Someone told you, did they? Someone told me. I'm not big on, I, I, well, I'm, I'm actually not all that big on stats um, because it's all, I, I actually prefer to look at now and what's ahead rather than looking back. Um, and there's been a lot of good players in the last 20 years as well. So, um, yeah, that's been Just a quick one on the stats, Kat. Do you remember um, pre-season at Young Gun when you told, <laughs> you told the batsmen that if they're not making 50s, they're going to get dropped. And you had a quick glare at me as well. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's, I know we laugh, but it's actually funny when you think about it, when you look at the stats and we all work so hard and batters, the number of 50s that our batters have made in any 11 and the number of four or five wicket hauls our bowlers have got, um, it's pretty astounding. You sort of think, gee, people put a lot of time into playing cricket. And I don't normally make 50s or normally get four or five wickets in a game. Um, but I, su- I suppose it gets back to why people play and it's about the passion for the game and um, they love the club and they want to be with their friends and they want to enjoy the environment. So, <clears throat> yeah, Max, I probably did. I may have zoned in on you that yeah. particular day. It's all right, I'm used to it. I'm used to it now. It's all right, I'm actually coming off a 50 cat. I've told everyone at the club, so. Oh, that's good. Yep, so I'm in form and, yeah, get me in your fantasy team. Anyway, um, so back to you. What sort of player were you when you when you played? I've never actually... I know you hit the ball hard in fielding, but I, were you a batsman? <laughs> were you a bowler? Or? I think I hit the ball harder for fielding practice than I would I play. Um, depends who you speak to. If you speak to Danny Smith, you say I was a boring, boring batter. Um, if you speak to Knackers, you'd say I was a good foil for him. Um, I think I was somewhere in between. I was pretty consistent in terms of, um, you know, I managed to score, you know, consistently. But I did try to occupy the crease. That was my main, and that's probably a product of the era of, era of Premier Cricket that I played, where we didn't play T20 cricket and everyone had a role and if you'd stuck to your role... Um, so I would describe myself as a, a technically sound, um, determined, and I had a good temperament. So yeah, people would sledge me, and which you got a lot of in subbies, and I tended to smile. And, but it's funny because my style of play, I actually enjoyed playing one-day cricket more than I enjoyed playing two-day cricket, particularly the last few years. Because I like the fact that you could roll up on a game day and get a result and go home with a, with a yeah. you know, not a result. Mm. Um, and I'd say I was a pretty handy slips fielder. Um, couldn't throw. <laughs> um, could you bowl? No, I couldn't bowl. No, I couldn't bowl. I, I realised that about 12 years old, <laughs> but I couldn't bowl. I actually was a wicket keeper until I played Premier First. Um, but yeah, that's the way I describe myself as a good, solid. At Subby's level, I've worked pretty hard. Um, but yeah, my temperament and just my ability to occupy the crease. So it's been, what, almost 20 years since you, you last played. And in that time, I'm sure the stories get taller and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the runs scored might get a little bit, uh, a bit of mayo on them. But what is probably one of the, your favourite memories from your time as a player? Oh, my favourite memories? Well, batting with John Tanaki was always a joy. I managed to bat with Knackers. When I see Knackers bat now, I can't believe that it's him. I can't watch it. <laughs> it upsets me. <laughs> because when I played with Knackers, he could hit the ball. He would hit the ball really cleanly. He was so unorthodox. 
um, but he had so much purpose and focus about how he played. And we had managed to have some good partnerships. That was that was a that was a lot of fun batting with Beckers. Um, we always had the there was a, there was a there was a club Monash University uh, who are now they merged with Oakley and they're now just Oakley. But um, it was always funny because we always managed to play well against them and, and beat them and for some reason. And Knackers tended to do well against them too. Um, what else did I enjoy a lot about it? I enjoyed... Mark Quinn was a very good spin bowler. He was probably the, the pick of the bowlers at the club. Um, Andy Chisholm, a, a really good batsman. Um, and so we had, a, we had a lot of good players. We probably should have done a lot better than what we did. But um, the big highlight was making the finals against the year, the centenary year, which was a big one for the club, and all four teams made the finals. That was probably the highlight. Um, and then I think staying around and then coming back after so long, keeping a connection but coming back and making this commitment, I think sort of is, is another highlight for me. That it, that I still like it so much. I'm very much a doer, not a, a watcher. So if I'm going to be around, I'd much prefer to be contributing and helping the young players. Nice. Thanks. Enjoy, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. I'll let you have a swig of your beer. I also just want to apologise if the audio is not too flash. We, haven't, we touched on it before with me and Joey, but we have a few issues here. Um, we'll get that sorted during the week, though. Um, so what about best player you've played with? And against. How about that for a question? And please name drop if you've played against some guns. Yeah. I want to hear about it. Again, in all my cricket or just all your cricket? cricket? All your cricket. Um, well, I played against Shane Warne and I played against Merv Hughes and Tony Dottermay and Paul Rifle. Um, What's that? Oh, drop some names on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you ask me the question? No, I did ask him. Sorry, sorry. Um, David Saker. So I played against a lot of a lot of good players. Um, what what Premier Club were you at? Hawthorne. Yeah. And um, it was always that was one of the reasons you played because mm. no, back in the day you could you could play against um, players that they play a shield game or a test match and they fly, fly yeah. and they want to play. Um, Sean Graff was another one who was always there and thereabouts. Um, I played um, quite a few games against Brad Hodge. He was only about oh, yeah. 16 or 17 then. And he was already there and he was good. very, very good. Um, but probably the scariest thing I ever did was play against Rodney Hogg. And, um, and that, was, that was really when, that was the first time I really felt like oh, I, was, I could get really badly hurt here. <laughs> yeah. And he was a little bit on there. He was an edgy kind of guy. He used to get pretty fired up. Um, so that, they're the best players I played against. Um, Subbies was very different to Premier Cricket. Premier Cricket was very competitive. Uh, I would say LJ is, would be as talented a player I've seen in Subbies. I've seen a lot of talented players in Subbies, but I think LJ's got the, got the potential to play um, some big innings like on a, any given day he could, he's capable of getting 130, 40 plus in a one day game quite comfortably um, and his athleticism and fielding is outstanding 
I did see him play some Premier cricket too, and I saw I saw him do the same thing. So I think we've got some really good, talented players with us now. Um, but yeah, Premier cricket's a great place. There's a lot of good players in Premier cricket, but I was lucky enough to play against some of those internationals, which was a real highlight. Absolutely. Now I think we've um, taken enough of your time, but there is one question I think a lot of us want to know the answer to: Why do they call you the cat? <laughs> Can we, can we go there? <laughs> yeah, you can go. It's the most bizarre thing. I played football for St Kevin's Old Boys, and I'm still involved a little bit at the footy club at St Kevin's Old Boys. And when I played my first senior game, I was 18, and they there was one particular guy who was very a very funny, and he had a, a great knack of um, he had a great knack of giving nicknames. But the story behind it was was always quite appropriate, and they, that's why they stuck. So he said that I was the cat because I always landed on my feet, oh. and it stuck. <laughs> and everywhere I went, it stuck. I went to England one day, and I was playing a game of cricket in Newmarket, and I hear this voice from the boundary, "Oh, it's not the cat, it's the cat." <laughs> and then all the all the guys in my team heard all these poms, and then I was the cat. Yeah. with the palms and everywhere I went I was the cat and it stuck um, so that's why they call me cat and the rest is history <laughs> the rest is history well the cat thank you very much thanks very much thanks for having coming on Ashley, my pleasure and uh, hopefully we get on on Sunday and Saturday yeah, Saturday and Sunday looking forward to a big year for Elsley thank you alright well mate. we'll see you hopefully next week when we get some results hear you. hear you and maybe see you one day <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening